check us out to hear the latest on life in the volunteer state. Yvonka and her guests discuss everything from life, love, and business with a Tennessee flair. It's a Tennessee thing! Always relatable, always relevant, and always a good time. This is Talking Tennessee, and now your host, Yvonka. Welcome back to Talking Tennessee with Yvonka. I am your host, and we are here to inspire you. And we're back. We're back. We're back. And we are talking about, this week, Sierra's Prayer. It has come out in in full swing. Shout out to Summer Walker, because y'all know, for the ones that don't know, Summer Walker is an R&B artist, um, and she came out with her new album, and the very last song of the album is Sierra's Prayer, what everybody has anticipated for for many years. Yes. For the ones that don't know, Sierra is a award-winning uh, singer, R&B singer. Mm-hmm. And she is married to Russell Wilson. Yes. And she has been through a lot over the years. You know, she had a child by future. Um, and it did not work out well because the baby mamas and all that he cheated on her, different things that Sierra went through. And so Sierra started praying. She is a person that she's a woman of faith. And so she started praying to God to lead her. And God led her to the man of her dreams. Russell Wilson is an impeccable husband, impeccable father, and he's a great football player. And, and just looking at them, I love their their dynamic, their relationship, how they interact with each other. They they're just they look like an awesome, awesome couple. They remind me of you and Daddy. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but I'll tell you this: um, the reason why I ta- I want to tackle this topic is because of that. You know, um, a lot of people have always looked up to me and David for marriage goals and direction and all that. And so I tell people, yes, we have a wonderful marriage. We do. Uh, But we work on it every day. Uh, We put time in it and invest in each other every day. And, you know, even with Sierra and Russell, that's what they've had to do. Uh, But the biggest thing I wanted to tackle is Sierra's prayer. That prayer was for her. So many people say, oh, girl, tell me what that prayer was so I can pray that prayer so God will bring me my man. You could pray exactly Sierra's prayer, and it still would not bring you the man of your dreams. And we got on that topic because not only did the prayer come out, but we started seeing different stuff on social media, different women that were saying, oh, I'm going to pray this in church on Sunday, or I'm going to pray this for the next 30 days, or something like that. And me and mom were kind of looking like, Hold on. God, yeah, because my biggest thing is is that if you really have a prayer life, if you really have a relationship with God, you would know that prayer wouldn't work for you. Because God is not intentional. Uh, he's a person of one-on-one relationship. Mm-hmm. He's not about my intentions is to pray what someone else asked for, so I will have the same thing. No, he wants you to have a one of a kind. Even when he created us, he created us in our own likeness. He created us one of a kind. So his intention was never to be 
somebody else. So that prayer can you know, give you guidance and it's great. Don't get me wrong because I really love their love, you know, um, I, but I have my own version of love. You know, she has her own version, you know, and the biggest thing that me and Sierra can teach, you know, young people to older people or whatever is you got to have a relationship with God and you, for one, you got to know what God says about marriage and meeting people, what he really says. He says, a man shall seek his wife. Okay. So in my uh, mind is we're not supposed to seek a man. A man is supposed to seek us. Okay. Does that mean that you can't never, you know, you know, speak to a guy or, you know, bond with someone that they want to take you out or whatever? No, that doesn't mean that, but that means he's supposed to seek you. He's supposed to court you. He's supposed to, you know, wow you to whatever your wow is, okay? And that's what Russell has figured out. That's what my my husband David has figured out is how to wow us. And I think, too, I can say from being I am currently single, and I think one thing I've had to learn just from, you know, talking to my mom and different things is, I think people miss have a misconception of what good married people say when they say wait or let a man find you. It's not as easy as it may sound. It's not to let, you know, a man just knock on your door and say, hey, I'm here to be your husband because it just doesn't work that way. So what you have to kind of do is what they tell my mom tells me is positioning yourself to be found. That is making yourself available. That's doing those certain things, not being what my mama calls, she'll say, don't be thirsty, but it's still making yourself available for that man to be able to find you. Yes. And you just have to know that until he finds you and you find him and all that comes together, work on yourself, be the best version of you, but know that there's a version of a girlfriend. Be okay to be the girlfriend. Don't become a girlfriend and then you go straight into wanting to be engaged. Right. Don't allow the world to tell you when you should be engaged, when you should get married, when you should have children, that type thing. That is the biggest thing is you figure it out with your spouse. And a lot of times women, they get into, I want that girlfriend title. But what does that mean? What does the girlfriend title mean to you? Mm -hmm. Just so you can tell everybody you have a boyfriend. And then also understanding that you have to be what you want to attract at the end of the day. And so many different women are saying, oh, I want to pray this prayer so I can get me a Russell. But in hindsight, can you handle a man like Russell? Yeah, because you have to look at, okay, like with me and David, for example, is that David is not the easiest man to date. David requires things that I'm willing to do, but the next woman may not. That's true. I require things that the next man may not want to do. Let me give you some examples. David doesn't want a basic woman, okay? And that's his right to say what he doesn't want. David wants a woman that really prides herself in their self. He wants a woman that is confident, a woman that knows who they are and is okay with who they are. 
He wants a woman, you know, he could care less if I wear makeup. Okay, that's up to me. But he does want me to be made up in a form, a form of what he's attracted to. Okay, he's attracted to, you know, he likes the nails done. He likes the feet to be soft. He likes my hair to be done. He likes the eyebrows to be manicured. He likes those type things. He wants me to be knowledgeable. He wants me to be educated, okay, and not get educated and stop. He, You know the, the thing called the continuing education? He wants you to continue your education, okay? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was a whole gym. Peep that. Say that one more time. He doesn't want, he wants you to be educated, but it's like continuing education. He wants you to continue your education. Okay. So we going to, uh, we are just going to take a station break really fast and I'm going to add professional gym dropper to her resume. That was everything. But was it everything? That was everything. But go ahead. <laughs> yes, he doesn't want me to go get a degree in whatever it may be and stop right there. He yes. that, that degree, all that is, is a sign that I can go farther. Right. That's what a degree is to David. He doesn't want me to stop wherever I'm at. He wants me to evolve and keep going and growing. He wants me to keep being me. He And it's not about, oh, well, he just wants you to just, you know, put pressure. He doesn't put pressure on me. I understand the assignment. So let me ask you this as a, as a married woman, because I've had this conversation with my friends. Is it okay to, I guess, fall in love with someone's potential? My husband, when I met my husband, my husband did not have, um, he didn't have what he has now. I fell in love with the potential of him. Now, let me, let me, before before I say that, yeah, that's what I want let you to me, let me let me say this: falling in love with someone's potential. When you see someone that is educated, or see someone that's very intelligent, and you can see where they're going, mm-hmm. is one thing. Being their come at it, come up is a different thing. There's a difference. Come up is you footing the bill, and he's talking. About, I'm, you know, I'm working. I'm working towards it. I'm thinking. I'm trying to strategize. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. But nothing comes forth that you're their come up. Okay. David Landis, when I say potential is, is they have the job or they have that career, but they just may not have mastered whatever that is mm-hmm. at that time. So the potential, the intelligence that they have where they're at right now in their job or whatever, they are where they need to be at that moment. But you know that they're going higher. You can see higher. So they have to be starting into their potential. They have to be working in their, you know, in that place right. to have that potential manifest in them and be birthed out of them. And that's why I wanted you to clarify that because I think sometimes people confuse potential and just what you said, someone wanting that come up and mistaking that for actual potential when it's really not. Yes. And even down to, you know, a lot of people like to use, you know, words, trendy words, and, and all this kind of stuff nowadays. But let me tell you this, okay? Manifestation is real. You have to let things manifest in you so you can birth it out of you. And, and you have to be able to 
be educated in whatever it is, because you have to know that that Bible that you may have not dusted off in a while, that right there is your whole plate right. of food to feed you. So Sierra, myself, even when we couldn't see the Russells or David, right, we still was getting fed by the word, okay, the word of God. And we still were praying to God, not just for a man. We prayed for God to bring a happiness to us. It may have been in a form of a man and other things, but it, we needed more than that. Sierra did not pray for just Russell. Right. She prayed to be in a happier place. She prayed to be, you know, worthy and, and for someone to see her value and see that, you know, that she values herself. She had self-worth. She knew she she wanted more than what future was going to offer her and what her future was coming to her with future was not going to be a happy place. It was going to be a very dark place. So that's why she pushed pause on future, but she let her future be geared towards God. God made her future. And then also, does that make sense? And then I think also understanding if, and y'all please go, we encourage you go listen to, um, the album is Summer Walker. It's called still over. It is the name of the album. It's the very last song. It's titled that go listen to the prayer because before she ever got to the prayer about Russell, she prayed over herself and her healing. You do. You have to pray over yourself and what you went through in your past. Whatever your past was, you got to get over your past before you can ever get a Russell or a David. You have to get past some things. A lot of women, they want this magical thing, this magical relationship, you know, just, oh my God, I want to, you know, be in love and I want all this, but they're walking around broken. And hear me when I tell you, Men don't want broken women. They, men don't even want to hear about negative things. So when you walk around, you know, broken, they don't want to deal with that. And some people say, well, if they love you, they'll deal with whatever you're going through. They shouldn't have to deal with those things. It's true. They didn't break you. The David and the Russells didn't break you. So why should they pay for something someone else did? So that's why I say pray for yourself. A healing. Pray for yourself to be ready. Pray for yourself to be ready to go when God says he's arrived. You have to be ready to go when he arrives. You have to be ready to love wholeheartedly. You have to, if you want someone to love you from, I mean, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, then you have to be ready to give them that. Because I think a lot of times people, they want love, which is natural, but maybe because of things that, that have happened, you don't, you're not ready. You may not be ready to love again. And that's where you have to do some soul searching within yourself to say, have I healed from past relationships or trauma or whatever it was that you experienced? Well, the biggest thing is what does, and, and I'm opposed this question on my social media is, what does being in love look like to you? That's a big question that everybody should 
you know, ask themselves, what does it look like? What does it feel like to me? What's it going to feel like? So, because you don't know what, you can't want something that someone else has. You can't expect someone else's love to fit you and to fulfill you. And so that's why Sierra's prayer, it's it's a great guide of what she did, but it's still not your guide. That's it's true. still you have to figure out what is gonna make you feel loved and what does it make to be in love. And I know one thing that my mom um actually gave me an idea to do a while back was write down what it is that you want when she's saying um what love means to you it's writing down and y'all probably hear in the background our mascot scoots is in the building so y'all might hear them in the background always, always. <laughs> um but um what does that look like what type of man are you looking for have you wrote down the type of qualities that you want from a man have you wrote down what you hope out of that relationship because when you write it down and you see it it helps you to understand whenever you get into a relationship or even while you're dating somebody if somebody does not align to what it is that you feel that you need for yourself then that's when you know you need to remove yourself from that equation yeah if you're if you're saying because it's been a debate that a lot of people are saying you know whether they do or don't want to date someone with kids if you don't, then you just don't. And if you're okay with it, then be okay with it. Yeah. But the biggest thing is, even outside of kids and all of that, I'm talking about the basics. If you say you want someone to share your life with and be in love with, what does it look like to you? Right. I, I would challenge everybody to stop, have a glass of wine with yourself, date yourself. Do you know how to date yourself? The biggest way to date yourself is quiet time and thinking on what you want. If that means over a glass of wine, you think about, you know, when I share a glass of wine with my boyfriend or my husband, what is it going to feel like? And what do I want it to look like? What do I want to feel at that moment? I can literally sit and think about what, when I have a glass of wine with David, what it looks like, what it feels like, all that. If you can't do that in your private time, work to do that. Work to have a glass of wine or your favorite beverage or whatever and think about what do you want to feel like when you're sharing whatever that is with someone else. That's, that's a good idea. Because I think sometimes we get, we get like, um, it's hard to be alone. And mama, y'all know my mom, for the ones that may not know, or if you, if you do or you don't, I'll tell you, she is one of these people that she will read my mail in a hot split of a second. And so one thing that she has helped me to work through is um, being okay with being by myself, because a lot of times I did not want to be by myself, even something as simple as just being in a room and it being quiet, because I knew that if I was quiet for too long, that I would have to think. 
I would have to feel. And sometimes when you've gone through things, you don't want to think about it or feel feel what it is, but that's why, how you heal. It, okay, but if you don't feel, then you go in relationships not feeling. Right. And then you put those pressures on someone else. You know, well, you don't make me feel like this. You don't make me feel like that. First of all, learn how to feel yourself. Learn how to make yourself feel the way you want to feel. That type thing. Yeah. Another thing I would say is make a dinner one night for yourself. Sit down at a table and date yourself. Imagine what it would be like with dating someone. Sit down at a table and role play. Conversation. That's how you you equip yourself into the the way you want to be when you become married or, or a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. You know, have that glass of wine by yourself and think. Have that meal and think. Go to the park. Walk around the park and think about how you'd want to be walking around holding hands with your boyfriend. Date yourself first so that when you are ready to date and that man does come or that woman does come, you already know the basics. So you already know what it takes to get there to that happy place in relationships. Yeah. That is huge. I will sound off on this some more next week and tell you some more things about dating yourself and preparing yourself for your Mr. Right, not someone else's Mr. Right or someone else's Mrs. Right. You know, don't look for a Sierra. Don't look for a Ivanka type man or woman. Look for your type, okay? And pray your prayer, that master prayer that will bring, you know, healing over you if you need to heal from something. And it will bring, you know, peace over you. And then God will give you the direction where you need to be to really find your companion in life. Tune in every Thursday to Talking Tennessee with Yvonka. I am your host, and I'm here to inspire you to live your best life, but live a true one, not a fake one. Bye, guys. Bye, you guys. Thanks for listening to Talkin' Tennessee with Yavanka. Watch out for our weekly episodes from the first family of real estate. And check us out on the web, www.yavankasalsrealestate.com. See our videos on Yavanka's YouTube channel or find us on Facebook under Yavanka Landis and Twitter at Yavanka Landis. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Until next time, Yavanka signing off.